This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. <coughs> Wrestling Podcast Around, hosted by Brady and Danielle, the Ladies and gentlemen, fans and friends, we are back. Once again, I am the custodian of charisma, the ophthalmologist of optimism, the hyperactive heel, and your messiah of mischief. With me, as always, is the sultan of sarcasm, the sorceress of sass, the beauty mark, and the blind ball buster. She is Danielle, I am Brady, together we are the best, best friends in all the land, and the heel marks. Danielle, say what up to the people. What up to the people? Danielle. Say, I can't see shit. I can't see shit. Yo, I was just thinking, remember how we used to say that the intro, he, it sounded like he said clever blind girl and a Jew? Right. It works out perfect it for this episode. It fits, yeah, man. We were ready for this shit. We knew you were going to have eye surgery one day. Oh, we knew. Yeah, so I can't see shit. No, uh, and the people can't see shit, but I can see you and you look ridiculous, Danielle. Those glasses, <laughs> are, those glasses are fantastic. You look like an X-Men character. I look like Cyclops. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I look like a Star Wars X-Men. Sure. I don't know. I didn't wash my hair, so I just put it in a bun. Danielle. Yeah? You could pick a commercial theme song or a TV theme song that you would like to hear me perform for you, which one of those two, and then I will, I will pick from the brain of Brady. I would like to hear you sing a commercial jingle. <clears throat> Every day I wake up, I pour myself a cup of that rich Folgers aroma. The best part of waking up, it's that doop doop do all I do. The bat mountain fresh aroma always coming through. Oh, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, in your cup, 
Is that the acapella group from Where in the World to Start from Carmen San Diego? Rockapella, yeah, Rock-a-pella. man. Yeah, I knew it. I, I knew it. Yo, so you know my dad is an, uh, was an acapella singer when I was growing up, and so Rockapella, yeah. <laughs> like, I knew about Rockapella well before Carmen San Diego. So, like, everyone else knows them. I was like, oh, I love Rockapella. If you yeah. are an acapella fan out there, look up Rockapella uh, Zombie Jamboree. Whoa. It's a dope track. That sounds fun. It was like Zombie Jamboree took place in a New York cemetery. I thought you were going to let me pick the song you were going to sing, and then we could sing it together. Oh, man. That's just way too thoughtful to I sing. I thought I had a good theme song, TV theme song in my head, but it's I okay. I did, but you know, in my head, I'm like, you know what? This girl's been through a, a lot. She can't see shit. She should be treated to a show. Oh, a show I can't see. Yes. Exactly. Much like exactly what's going to happen this episode, because you have you you have no idea what happened in the world of wrestling. I don't know anything. I haven't been allowed to use my phone really. Yeah, you can't you can't look at you, anything that happened on the Twitter or any of the I news sites. You can't that. watch the show, so you don't know what happened on Rebellion. We're going to talk well, about. Well, I know what happened on Rebellion because I was still not blind then, but I didn't get to watch it because I was prepping for my blindness. So I know what happened, but you get to tell me, like, exactly what happened, which is very exciting. Okay. So, like, do you know, you sh- you know the results? Or, like, you know the big I results? Know, you don't know all of them? You know everything? I know most of the results. I know the big, big results. The big shabam. All right, so let's talk about the big shabam first. Um, you know, it was the big match that was... that. That essentially this pay-per-view was hyped about. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan to crown the champion champion. Mauro Ronaldo subbing in on commentary. Absolutely fantastic addition. Really gave it that big match feel to it. And, um, you know, it, it had the recipe to be like a classic overbooked TNA finish where, you know, you kind of had like the... Uh, the wrestlers on the sideline for Rich Swan. You had the AEW brass of ringside, so you kind of thought something fishy could happen, but it was a clean as a whistle finish. Strong win for Kenny Omega. Strong match for Rich Swan. Clean finish? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a clean finish. Kenny Omega came out looking real strong. Did um, Rich Swan look good? He looked good. He did look good. He did look good. I, but I, and and I actually appreciated. The clean finish. Because um, as much as it does kind of come off as exactly what we thought was going to happen, and we were kind of thinking maybe something would happen to, you know, spice it up a bit, I think this actually creates a lot of additional interest as they go forward, because now all eyes are on, A, the fact that Kenny Omega is the Impact Champion, so that's a big deal, but also, eventually, Kenny Omega is going to have to lose to somebody in Impact. Like, that's going to happen. So, what I was thinking would be funny is how Cody's not allowed to challenge for the AEW championship, but Cody doesn't have anything against challenging for the Impact championship. You think they would do that? You think, um... I have no idea, but it would be funny and heelish, and I would appreciate it. I mean, it would definitely be interesting. Because that's his rule. He's not allowed to challenge for the AEW, but they don't say anything about the Impact championship. Right. Right, he could easily do it. I'm um, I'm looking at the Impact roster, and I'm kind of wondering 
you know, who gets the eventual rub. You've got people like Ace Austin, where we're like, maybe they turn him face and he ends up giving us a dream match against Kenny Omega at some point. Maybe someone like Trey Miguel. Um, you know, we, we saw this week on Impact, you know, moving a little forward past Rebellion, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers actually attacked Edwards and Sammy Callahan. Maybe these guys put their beef, their feud aside in, in defense of Impact or in at least pursuit of the Impact Championship against Kenny Omega. Sammy Callahan versus Kenny Omega, I am all for. Yeah, and Sammy Callahan is a guy... I don't even care if it's for a belt. I would just love to see that. Yeah, and Sammy Callahan's a great addition, or a great, a very valuable asset to have, because as we saw at Rebellion, he lost to Trey Miguel in the last man standing match. But he doesn't need to, like, he doesn't need to win. And, And once again, I was kind of surprised that Trey went over as clean as he did. In this type of match, granted, it's a last man standing, so is it ever really clean? But you don't understand what I'm saying. But right. Again, all you have to do is, boom, something like this, where Callahan is having a match, Kenny Omega gets involved, and now Callahan is right there in the spotlight, and Trey Miguel still gets the rub. I like Trey Miguel. I'm actually surprised he got the, uh, how did, how did Trey Miguel win said match? How did Trey Miguel win? He won, you said? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah mean, it was, I mean it was a last man standing match so he knocked him out oh okay but uh, I will say this was a hardcore match that did not have a, a single thumbtack in sight oh man I think we've had our fill of thumbtacks in 2021 yeah we had that I, I think we've had enough thumbtacks I've seen enough thumbtack matches where I'm just like over it for now like we don't need any more put some like marshmallows down or um some M&M's, um, some graham crackers, some Hershey bars. I just made a s'mores. Um, but, you know, stuff like that. I think that... Um, <laughs> I'm just going to gloss right over all the food. I'm just going to get right back to it. I yeah. think with Kenny Omega as, you know, our Impact Champion, and it kind of gives you reason why... You know, why they unified the belts, but then still had Rich Swan have two belts. It's because now Kenny Omega gets to have three belts in his, uh, you know, belt collecting. And it's just, it's, it's, I, I just think what I need out of this, because we, we are kind of just starting to see a bit, this relationship get a little bit one sided, where AEW is the key beneficiary. And that might be because of how the arrangement is. It's not exactly 50 50. I think we're really going to, I think I might have said this before, but I think we're going to need to start seeing Impact cameos on AEW looking for that belt. Like, you've got my belt, and you're bringing it into your house, so I'm coming to get it. Yeah, kind of like when they do the SmackDown and Raw invasions during Survivor Series. I mean, obviously, that's a little bit different, but yeah, go into their, go into their neck of woods. Impact is surely coming, I mean, AEW is surely coming into Impact. Why not have it do the other way around? Yeah. And as you said, something like Cody could challenge Kenny. He's probably not going to do that on Impact. He's probably going to do that on AEW. Is that really going to be what's happening? Will we see AEW wrestlers competing for the Impact Championship on AEW? I hope Moose comes and gets. Yeah, that's still a guy I really would love to see get his hands. And and the (laughs) fact that... Such Such a key player in that match that I just... I need to see a singles match with him and Kenny. And I kind of like the fact that, like... He's kind of nowhere to be found right now. You know, we talk about where 
it, this can go moving forward where the first sign is with Callahan and Edwards. So those are kind of people that are believable and can tell a great story. Maybe we get an oddball tag team out of them. Who knows? But ultimately, what it does is it gives Kenny Omega some players to roll through until a real machine like Moose does show up. So I like that he's actually nowhere to be seen right now because it makes when he does show up even better. Yeah, yeah with it. And we've seen Moose pick his moments in the past, so I'm just... This yeah, way I, just don't, I just don't want the impact belt to be handed off, like, in AEW. Like, it's still their belt. Yeah, and like, Rich Swan definitely it, was a credible champion, held it for quite a while. Right, and if this is the way that they're doing it to get eyes on impact, then, like you said, you need to bring impact players to AEW to get seen. Yeah. Um, and about waiting for opportunities, we saw Josh Alexander take the X Division Championship. Good for him. Yeah, man. It's one of those things that kind of gives you a reason to take this singles push of his seriously. Because you never really knew what was going to happen to him. We've seen him win. We've seen him lose. But until this point, you never really knew if Josh Alexander was actually moving up that ladder. Right, right, and we we all got a little nervous because they were so good as tag team champions that you didn't know what was going to happen. X Division is a little weird fit for Josh Alexander and me. Like, it's a good mid-card title for him. It's just X Division, I think, of smaller guys. Yeah, but you got to also remember one of uh, the, I'd say, most dominant X Division champions ever was Samoa Joe. So it's always kind of been that more of a style and less of a size requirement or anything like that. True, that's definitely true. Aw, oh, Samoa Joe. I love Samoa Joe. Speaking of Samoa Joe, um, Impact did a quick teaser uh, promoting, like, I guess it's the next special, and I'm blanking on the name, but notably, and Impact's done this in the past, where they kind of don't get anybody's permission, or they don't actually have plans to bring someone in, but they kind of just decide to create a buzz by showing past superstars. You know, and like, so they show an old Chelsea Green clip, an old Samoa Joe clip, an old Mickey James clip, just real quick in this stream of Impact Superstars. Interesting. Yeah, man. So they're, uh, they're getting ahead of themselves. Or maybe they're not. Maybe they're just, you know, preparing for the future. It does kind of create a little bit of buzz where instead of people saying, oh, Samoa Joe should go to AEW, maybe a lot of people are getting excited. Oh, man, he could come home to Impact. Maybe he's the guy that takes the Impact Championship home. But if he comes back to Impact, it doesn't mean he can't wrestle AEW guys now that they're all canoodling. So, yeah, like you said, it would be great to see him against Kenny. I mean, that's a big book, and we have talked about that on Patreon, actually. But, I mean, that's the one we want. Samoa Joe versus Kenny Omega is probably what everybody's feeding for right now. What if they do, like, an invasion-style thing where Samoa Joe comes in um, representing Impact, but then all of a sudden, boom, betrays Impact and joins AEW. You like Big Show! Exactly. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Or he takes the... in, Or he beats Kenny Omega for the Impact Championship and everyone's like, yay, Impact's coming home! And he's like, or is it? And he takes out his towel and his towel says AEW. Oh, man. The, the old towel turn. Yeah, because he wouldn't wear a shirt. He'd have a towel. Right, oh, of course, he'd have a towel. towel. Yeah. Or he'd have rip-away shorts that are gold and black. <laughs> I'm so creative. So creative. Um, I think we were both a little surprised at the result of the Tag Team Championship match where we saw 
Juice and Finley retained. Yeah, we were. Um, yeah. I was very surprised about that. I, I figured they were going to pass along. Because now it's becoming this thing where, like, AEW is just stealing all of Impact stuff. Wait, what are you talking about? NJPW has the belts now, not AEW. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> but, but to your point, Impact is kind of losing a lot of their championships. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. You can't oh, see man. shit. Everything is a blur to you. Everything's blurry and it's blurry in my mind. <laughs> no, yeah, but New Japan has their tag team championships. AEW has their world championship. It, in fact, the more I think about it, I'd love to see Josh Alexander kind of make a point to the fact that, like, listen, Impact, you guys are losing all your championships. I'm the only one left. I'm the X-Division champion. Other than the knockouts, th- that's it. Yeah. They're the only championships that haven't been stolen by another company yet. Yeah, I'm the only male championship championship left. Right. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird what Impact's doing. I guess they're just doing it so they can get more eyes on them. Right. But I, they could do. I feel like they could do it in a different way. I mean, I, I'm being patient with it because I feel yeah, like yeah. you know, they're still they're st- we're still young into this. And sure, if this relationship ends ends in a month then I'd say AEW probably benefited a lot more and Impact might not even be better off. But there's still so much left, and so we're kind of left wondering, okay, let's see where this payoff is. Because right now, Impact's got a big, juicy storyline. And like I said, somebody on that roster eventually is going to, assuming that Kenny Omega doesn't drop it to like someone in AEW, but the assumption right now is that somebody in Impact is going to get a victory over Kenny Omega to win the championship. And that's a big rub in the making. That So that can... And that's Impact exciting. needs to build stars. Like, they need yeah. to do that. And that's exciting. Impact. I hope... Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say I hope it's J.D. Drake, but that didn't make any sense because he's not an Impact. But I, like, I just like marking out for J.D. Drake. Yeah, well, don't we all? I just think Impact's so good and it's proven its ability for literally years that it can put on good matches, can put on a good show, can tell good stories. It just really has not been able to build stars for for a while now. Yeah, which sucks because every time we went to an Impact show, we're like, they have the talent. These matches aren't bad, but right. there's something missing. It's, and it's, we it's, something, yeah, it's something they're not doing because you look at people who do, you know, become stars, whether in Impact or or out of impact or before they leave impact, you look like an you look at an Ethan Page and right. Ethan Page made himself a star. Like yeah. yeah, the tag team championship reign that was fantastic, but I still feel like it was it was just now that Josh Alexander really stepped up because now he won the championship. It's like, okay, now he's on that level. They're really utilizing him. The second Ethan Page walked into AW, it, it, he he hasn't really done anything, but he's still it's almost like he doesn't have to yet. He just comes yeah. across as a big yeah. deal. When he's beating up Darby oh. Allen and Sting, yeah. Ooh, did he attack Darby Allen again? He attacked Darby Allen and Sting. Him and Scorpio Sky beat him both up. That's weird that Scorpio Sky is fighting the Scorpion because isn't Sting a Scorpion? Oh man, look! Did at I that. get that right? I got yeah. that right. Right? Yeah. You got that right. Yeah. Yeah. What well, we didn't get right. We, we we didn't see. We were talking about. We wonder what's going to happen with Eric Young, but we didn't actually start guessing. I wonder if he's going to get replaced. Who would do it? Even if we did, I don't think we'd pick this guy out. But um, 
W. Moore. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Formerly known as Big Cass, made his debut in Impact, joining up with Violent by Design. Good. I mean, you know, I feel like, I mean, regardless of all the backstage bullshit, I felt like Big Cass. Big Cass and Enzo had such a great thing going, and it kind of just, as soon as they broke them up, it just, and Enzo tried to make himself still relevant when he was the Cruiserweight champion and all that, but, like, Big Cass got so left in the dust. Like, you know what I mean? And it was, like, they were such good, it was such a good tag team that worked. And, you know, and from what I'm gathering, he looks he looks good. Uh, Big Cass doesn't look, you know, he looks like he's in shape. He looks yeah. healthy. Good. So and, like, and, and even though he is coming in as a heel role, we do kind of live in a bit of the reality era. Everyone knows what's going on. So the fact that it is public, um, his struggles with alcoholism and what he had to get over to get here, I do feel like, despite the fact that people, I'm sure, will not hesitate to boo him, there's a bit of, you, you know happiness seeing him make this return watching him come in in the shape that he's in and, and put in the work that he's putting in he, he looked great and Good. he as somebody asked enzo you know if or, or why not he's not joining up with uh w morrissey and he responded thor doesn't need robin and so i think you know i think that's kind of what we're looking at here where this is morrissey's shot and I said it a while ago, I, I feel like whether it was them as a tag team or him as a singles, I always said Impact would be a good way for these guys to kind of dip their toes back into the wrestling industry, kind of get back on television in a place where they can kind of have a bit of creative freedom. You know, they can still kind of make themselves as big as they want to be. So right. I, I think at this point, he's got a lot of great people to work with. You know, you've got your James Storms, your Sabins, your Max, your Dreamers, your Edwards. So your Trey Miguel, so your Chris Bays, your Ace Austins. There's just so many great matches on whatever side you want to put him on the ring. So uh, I'm excited to see this guy return. I'm looking forward to seeing if he can, you know, be everything that everyone thought he was going to be. Me too. So I think Impact's a good fit for him. Yeah, definitely. And and as we talked about, Impact's canoodling with everyone. And and one thing we haven't really been seeing is Impact Stars kind of crossing over. It's mostly been the other way around. So maybe this leads to Morrissey making a jump to New Japan for a bit. Or AEW. You never know. Opportunities are limitless. I love that everyone's canoodling. Everybody should canoodle while practicing social distancing. <laughs> and keeping themselves safe. Right. Of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> it made me think of the Scrubs episode when all the nursing home people are canoodling each other. And they get an STD. That's what it made me think. Oh, yeah. That was a big, a lot of canoodling going on in that episode. So much canoodling. We got, um, one thing I like about this so far that Kenny Omega's champion is that on Impact this week, they, you know, they're wasting no time trying to look for a number one contender. Yeah. So, so we've got things like Sammy Callahan and Edwards Eddie, versus Eddie Edwards in a six-way qualifier. That match I already talked about, you know, Kenny Omega interrupted it. Chris Bay versus Jake something, six-way qualifier. Myers versus Cardona again. So we're kind of getting an idea of where they want you looking at super certain stars. We They they want us to look at guys like Chris Bay and, and Trey Miguel as the future, as people who, okay, these guys are getting in there. These guys could easily be Impact Champion now. We need new challengers. We need new people who are going to step up to the evil Kenny Omega who stole our belt. Bad monster. You're he's a, a monster. monster. He's a cleaner because he cleaned house. I like it. I like it. I know. That's Daniel, why I... What? By the way, I know I told you Morrissey came in joining Violent by Design, but that was just for that match. Just want to make it clear. It does oh, seem... So not with them. Yeah, on Impact, he kind of just had a squash match versus somebody, so it does kind of seem like he's doing his own thing. I love the way the show is going, that you're just telling me things and I'm responding to it. This is great. <laughs> well, I love it. Do you like... Are you a fan of Taylor Wilde? Taylor Wilde. An Impact legend in her own right. She used to be with them a while ago. I don't know who that is, maybe. Okay, it's fine. She was hasn't been there for a while, but Taylor Wilde uh, showed up and took on Kimberly in a good match. Kimberly. Yeah, it, she looks like Lee's going to be stepping up to Deanna soon, I think. Oh, that's exciting. And then her and her hubby will be draped in gold. Draped in gold. Rain. Oh, wait, that's not right. No, I was... I mean, I was making up a song, so really, there's no wrong, but somehow you found it. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Um, Should I yeah. tell you about stuff that happened on Raw now, since you, you don't know shit? Yeah, let's do this. This is fun. So, the main event... Can was, I guess? You want to guess what the main event was? Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh... Randy Orton. Can't just say a superstar. I don't know who they're going to be against, but I feel like Randy Orton and someone. All right, well, that wasn't the main event, but I will just tell you what Randy Orton did. Randy Orton was made, made all our dreams. No, shush. <laughs> Stop it. The guessing portion of this is over. Oh, he made all our dreams come true? Made- oh, is he single? No, he's actually oh. a couple. He's a R- couple? RK Bro is, is in full effect, it appears. What? RK Bro? He's teaming with Riddle? Yeah, it, it does. Here's the only thing that kind of worries me, and it's just about what WWE does with their tag team division. We did not get, after weeks of seeing, or two weeks of seeing Viking Raiders make their return in the same exact match, beating the former Hurt Business. Uh, we don't see them at all this week, but we get Orton and Riddle in that spot. So we get RK Bro defeating. Cedric and Sheldon. Oh, that was sad. So everyone's just so every time there's a tag team, they just have Sheldon and, and Cedric come in and they beat them. Pretty much any tag team that needs to beat somebody well, that's not champions is going to beat their. Yeah. I'm sorry. Why? Why does Vince McMahon hate them? 
Why is Vince McMahon the Dr. Cox to Sheldon and Cedric's JD? It's not even just them. Like I said, I, I'm truly worried that after two weeks of kind of being presented strongly in their return, the fact is the Viking Raiders are now not on Raw. I, I think, you know, the Riddle in his you know, charismatic presentation of what RK Bro could be last week may have stole their spot. Um, I, I, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm torn about it because I do like this pairing. I'm not going to lie. I kind of think you could pair Riddle up with anyone and it's going to be a good odd couple. Are they doing, are they doing like the odd thing where like Riddle's all goofy and Randy kind of just gives him dirty looks all the time? Basically. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what Riddle did with Dunn. That's basically what Riddle does. Like, you, you pair him up with someone that's nothing like him, and he does his thing, they do theirs, and it just kind of becomes hilarious. I don't know. I feel like whole damn bros could have been something. Well, I mean, that... I feel like, listen, it's fun to talk about it. I'd love to see it, but in the real world, there's no way WWE's paying RVD, RVD money right now. Like, RVD <laughs> does not give a shit about shit. If you want him to come in and get honored, you know, you want to throw him in the Hall of Fame, you want to make an Icons documentary, sure. He'll let you tell him how awesome he is all you want. But you want him to wrestle? Yeah, no, nah, bro. WWE's not willing to pay him right now. RVD's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. I don't think I any wrestling company is willing to pay him right now. Which is crazy if you think about the fact the last company he worked for was Impact, and it wasn't that long ago. And, it wasn't re- and he was a heel, and it was weird. Maybe that's what. They couldn't pay his fees, so they're like, but listen, if you want to just make out with your girlfriend and her girlfriend on TV, you can do that. I'd be like, all right, I fine. he makes out with the other girl. I think that's exclusively for her. You sure? I think if I saw a few times they were, like, triple kissing, it was, like, gross. I probably, made, I probably totally made that up. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, the main event of Raw was uh, Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, what happened to Bobby Lashley? Well, Bobby Lashley interfered. Oh, okay. On behalf of McIntyre, with the goal of preventing the WWE Championship at WrestleMania backlash from becoming a triple threat, because that was the stipulation here. If Braun wins, Braun gets in the match. And Braun did win. And so, and it's Mason T-Bar went after McIntyre also, so they're still attacking Drew. They're still getting their, their fits in. And uh, they're attacking Braun, and Braun is in the match, though. So it's Braun versus Lashley versus McIntyre at Backlash. For the, for, at Backlash for the championship. For the championship. It's a triple threat now. It's your favorite. Um, I hate triple... Um, you know what? I hate triple threats, but I'm glad Braun Strowman's getting something. I feel like Braun Strowman is very underutilized, and they throw him in these weird things. So, I mean, at least... I hope they're not throwing him in just to eat the pin. I mean, it's tough. You never really know what they're going to do with Braun. Um, he, WWE uses giants in questionable ways, where it's kind of like if you hang with WWE and if you're just a company guy, you will get world title championships. Uh, it, they may be far from each other. You know, they may be separated by years. You may have to wait a while for them to come and then wait even longer for them to come back, but they will happen. But you're going to be involved in goofy storylines. You're going to go back and forth in terms of being an indestructible monster and being somebody who makes somebody else look good. You're going to turn heel and face nonstop. Just questionable ways of using giants. Giants? This is the template. This is the template. 
Yeah, there's not too much else for me to tell you about Raw. I mean, uh, New Day and Damian Priest threw tomatoes at Miz and Elias and them and kind of looked like Morrison might have got hit in, in the tomatoes with a tomato. Wait, who got hit with a tomato? Morrison got hit with a tomato in the tomatoes. Morrison got hit with a tomato in the tomatoes. That sounds awful. Yeah, I mean, getting hit in the tomatoes is never preferred. Yeah, I don't want to be hitting the tomatoes. I don't have any tomatoes, but I wouldn't want to get hit there. I was going to say, are your tomatoes like your boobs? Like somebody just throwing tomatoes at your boobs? Because that does sound painful. Yeah, that does sound painful. I don't want that. (laughs) Respect tomatoes of all kinds, people. Yeah, all tomatoes of all kinds. Your girl Mercedes Martinez had a had a nice match in uh, NXT land against Dakota Cat. Oh, she did. It was the main event, actually. Main event. My girl was the main event. Yeah, she got her uh, butt whooped though. Not she didn't lose the match, but Raquel Gonzalez interfered and beat the shit out of her. Left her lame. But it does seem like Mercedes Martinez could be the next woman to step up against Raquel Gonzalez. I'm not really sure who the heel is in this pairing, to be honest. I'm not sure if Martinez is kind of turning babyface kind of by association here. Martinez is more coming off like a strong heel. So I kind of think like this should be Gonzalez turning face in this. But the way this happened, I'm kind of left scratching. I don't really know. Yeah, that sounds... Weird. But I hope she gets a shot because that will make me very happy. I love that on uh, online I saw Dakota Kai. I forget exactly how she worded it. But she posted a picture of her and Raquel doing a pose. And I think she called them like dudes with attitudes or something. So basically she acknowledged that they are the modern day Diesel and HBK. And I was like, yeah, girl. Surf dudes with attitudes. Nope. <laughs> nope. Is that the right words? I don't think so. I mean, maybe they were the right words, but you put them in the wrong order, I think. Surf Dudes with Attitudes. Isn't that the song? Yeah. I don't know. It was better Isn't when that you the song we made for the surfers? It was I better pro- when you weren't singing it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, oh, no, we, I- put it, we put it with The Ascension. Yeah, remember The Ascension? I do remember The Ascension. I like The Ascension and The Blood Villains. Do you remember Sanity? Yeah, I remember Sanity. So we keep getting like new twists and turns in this story they're telling with Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. So the story is basically Drake Maverick is super paranoid that he thinks Killian Dane is going to join up with Alexander Wolfe and, and Imperium. And I love how he actually, in a backstage segment on NXT this week, he said, he's like, listen, I've watched wrestling my whole life, okay? Like, I've seen this episode. I know how this ends. You're, uh, like, I'm going to get in the ring. I'm going to fight. I'm going to get my ass whipped. I'm going to tag you in, and then you're just going to beat me up. Or maybe you just come from the beginning and turn and just beat me up, and you're going to join your friends. And so Killian Dane is saying, no, it's not going to happen. So they have their match. Uh, it's it's Barthol and Aikner versus Dane and Drake Maverick, Wolf on ringside. And at one point, Imperium tells Wolf to take Dane out, but Wolf hesitates. So you never know. Like, I know Drake is, is paranoid that, Killian Dane might join Imperium, but I'm starting to think maybe Wolf could join up with these guys. Ooh, that'd be exciting. I think that didn't get time to shine. They didn't get enough time. Who? Sanity. Oh god. Sanity was so good in NXT. And so over, like that whole yeah, they didn't get their time. 
I really hope Nikki Cross gets something to do soon. Yeah, like, what the hell? You can't make her Lily? What's going on with Lily? Is she a thing? Well, I mean, Lily's still, you know, Alexa Bliss is talking about Lily. Lily's got powers. Is the Fiend back? Fiend is gone. Again? And Bray Wyatt seems to be gone again, too. So, Alexa Bliss just took over his gimmick? Pretty much. I'm so confused. Yeah, man, we were still waiting to see what's going to happen with that. Um, Speaking of waiting to see, we were waiting, Danielle. We were waiting and waiting and waiting, but we finally got it. What? The Million Dollar Man, Cameron Grimes, finally met the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Where was he? He came to NXT? No. So Cameron Grimes was out doing kind of like Million Dollar Man stuff. He was out jewelry shopping at his favorite jewelry shop. And he gets himself a watch that he thinks is really nice. I think it might be. Did he go to the Million Dollar Man shop where he had the belt made? I don't remember. But he went to the shop. And he's getting a watch, and then it's going to be like $100,000. And then all of a sudden, you see a hand come in. That's a nice watch. But it's not a million dollar watch. (laughs) That was a horrible impression of Million Dollar Man, but I love every minute of it. You are, you don't know, you wouldn't know a good impression if it came over and did it right in your face. What? No, no. Not like that, silly goose. Oh my goodness, how amazing, and they did it. I wonder if it was the same jewelry shop where he had his million dollar belt made. It might have been. It was it in Greenwich Village? It might have been. Why don't you know this information? How could you have million dollar man on NXT and not tell me any of this information? I mean, I'm telling you the important things, that it happened. Yeah, the important would be if it was in the same place. Listen, I can't paint you a picture here, okay? Uh-huh. Did they hug? No, they didn't hug. Cameron Grimes was pissed. He came Are they in. Right now? No, they're not. They, I mean, I don't. I don't. I, I'm hoping that he becomes like a mentor to him. But Cameron Grimes hates Ted DiBiase. He always seems to be outshined by him. Well, you know what? Then I hate Cameron Grimes. Oh my goodness gracious! That escalated quickly. Well, if he hates Million Dollar Man, I hate him. I mean, you, you if someone what? You if someone what? <laughs> what, Daniel? You go first. I have nothing to say. Oh, I was going to say, if someone told me they hate you, I would be like, good, because I hate you. Oh, okay. I see the loyalty. All right. I get it. He hates Million Dollar Man. I hate him. Fair enough. I'm you... booing for him every time he's in the ring. Boo! Do you love Tony Storm? Yeah, I love Tony Storm. Well, Tony Storm lost to someone who we kind of thought was going to be a jobber. We kind of had like a little one, two, three mo- kid moment on NXT. Uh, Zeta got a big win against Tony Storm. The thing that separates this from most one, two, three uh, kid moments, uh, especially you know we, we look back to a recent one, Leon Ruff beating Johnny Gargano. He did it with a roll up. Actually, no, it was kind of like a roll up finisher. But you know they kind of just put distraction in play. While distraction did play a part, Zoe Stark you know showed her face. But Zeta won with a shooting star press. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those pay attention to me wins. And I like how they're finding ways, you know, I I talk about this all the time, where it's important to establish feuds and ways to make women feel important away from the championship. Because their division, you know, they don't get as much time to shine as the guys. And so they're doing that here, where now you've got eyes on Zeta, you've got eyes on Tony, you've got eyes on Zoe, and this is all away from the championship. Yeah, and that's okay, and it should be like that. Every woman shouldn't have to be going after the championship to get shine. They can get shine in other ways. 
you got to get shine in order to compete for the championship. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, you got to get built up to that level. You can't just show up and say, hey, I want a title shot now. Thank you, please. Dude, no thank you. I would do that. I would just walk right in and be like, that title's mine. Well, yeah, especially if I was a heel. All I would do is just attack every champion. Like, bro, you got the belt. I'm going to attack you because you're going to want to match with me, and they're going to make it for the championship. This is just good business. Yeah, they're not going to be like, oh, have a match with the champion with not for the belt. I'd I mean, be they like, they might give you that, but if you win that match, boom, title shot. Yeah, and they could just give me a title shot to begin with. Speaking of winning for title shots, uh, we had a great NXT match. Big time match. We had MSK and Kushida versus Legado del Fantasma. A very strong six man tag match. And we got to end the show with a big visual these guys holding all the gold. Escobar picking up the Cruiserweight Championship, but also Wild and Mendoza picking up the Tag Team Championships and closing the show, hands in the air. But they don't have, they didn't win the belts. No, 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 but they beat up the, the champions and took they the They beat them saying, we're coming for you, though. Exactly, yeah. So, and I just like the That's visual. Fun. I know we've seen Escobar as champion. I'm not sure if he's going to win it back, but I I long wanted to see Legado del Fantasma, the tag team, compete for this championship. So I'm glad to see them stepping up right now. And and even if they don't win, because, you know, you're kind of expecting MSK to have a long reign, but uh-huh. I think these matches are going to be fantastic. Like, they're going to give us a great feud. Yeah, I can just watch them wrestle the entire time. I don't need to see different people. I can see them wrestle a bunch of times and be happy. Speaking of guys that you're going to want to see wrestle over and over and over again, we had some really fun stuff on NXT this week. Grizzled Young Vets were coming out talking. Basically, they want you know their tag team championship match. They're the best tag team, yada, yada. And who comes out and says, I, mean, yeah. I don't think so? Um, 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 I don't know. Imperium! No, we already talked about them. You silly girl. <laughs> um, 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 tag team, tag team, tag team. Two guys tag- that you want to watch wrestle forever. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens? Okay. Yeah, NXT. Stay with uh, me I now. Know, I don't Tommaso know. Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, Tommaso Ciampa! And Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. I said Imperium. Wasn't Timothy Thatcher in Imperium? No. <laughs> he wasn't involved. He was with Walter. Alright, I was close. <laughs> But yeah, so these guys are really making me want to see them get their hands on each other. And, uh, oh, it's just, every time you wonder what is there left for Tommaso Ciampa to do in NXT, how can this character, how can this man, how can this wrestler continue 
to put all eyes on him or just make whatever he does matter. And this is just it. And whether they put over the Grezel Jung vets on their way to winning the tag team championships or whether they beat the Grizzled Young Vets, and, and this is a way to kind of give Timothy Thatcher a bit of a rub and get him into a meaningful spot in NXT. Like, I just gotta keep applauding for T- Tommaso Ciampa. Also, people give the Grizzled Young Vets a lot of shit. I fucking love them. I think they're great. Oh, they're I think so they're good. great heels. They're great workers. Like, they were the match that I wanted to see with MSK for such a long time, and I was happy I got to see that because I think they're fantastic. And then with Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher, Timothy Thatcher, who I freaking love, yeah, I'm I'm all for this. Yeah, and I was I was prepared to see Grizzled Young Vets win the Dusty Classic and win the Tag Team Championship because I'm like these guys are so good they do deserve it. So either way, right. Uh, let's go on over to the Dynamite side. I'll tell you what happened. Brian Cage, Dynamite took on Hangman Page. Oh man, they're doing it and in the cage. Un- an undefeated Hangman Page. Hangman Page is undefeated? Well, he was undefeated until this match. Oh, man! Yeah, Brian Cage gave him his first loss. Uh, Hangman Page, they were kind of hyping him up as undefeated, where he was kind of like, almost... I don't want to say he was established as the number one contender, but they kind of... You know how they always make the number one in the rankings mean? So, like, Hangman Page is, like, the number one, and now, boom, Brian Cage gave him the big loss... So Brian Cage could be uh, on on a breakout point right now. You know what happened? They should have gave Hangman Page his new theme music. New theme music. You're not losing. Yeah. He needed Hey Dude. If he had that Hey Dude theme song riding in on that horse, he wasn't still undefeated. Lose. Still undefeated. If yeah. You're riding on that horse. Yeah, you failed. This is one thing I like that AEW does. Um, where we we kind of been seeing it ever since that match with Sting, um, and, and Darby where Brian Cage and and Starks were having some issues, and Brian Cage and Team Taz were kind of having issues, and you kind of didn't know if they were going to break them apart, and Brian Cage was going to turn face. You didn't really know, but it kind of looks like they have completely just stopped that, and now, boom, just go right into Brian Cage as a heel monster. And it's like, listen, if certain things aren't working, you can't be scared to hit a bit of a reset button and just kind of keep moving. I'm glad that they're doing that, and then they keep them fresh. The Young Bucks took on the not-so-young Seidel's. Oh, yeah? How'd that go? It was a fun match. I mean, it went how you think. Uh, you know, everybody... Every, it was it was a match that you expect from the Seidel's and the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks won, of course. But it was oh, good. It was fun. Cool. It was good to see them on Dynamite. Dynamite. Orange Cassidy had a fun match with Penta. Oh, Penta and Orange Cassidy had a match? How'd that go? It was, it was, it was really fun. Um, like, I like Penta. He went, goes for his arm breaker spot, and then, like, Cassidy powers out, puts his hand in his pocket. So, it, it there's just, it, it was just a lot of fun here. I mean, the distraction backfired, and, uh, and, and Orange Cassidy got the win, which I, another, another finish I didn't really expect. That's fun. Yeah, but it was, it was, it was fun. They, I I don't know if you know this, Danielle. We're we're actually going to do predictions in a little bit because AEW has blood and guts next week. What? Oh man! Okay. Yes. Yeah, so and, and it's 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 not a pay per view, but it's a free show. But they're they're loading it up. It's a special show. Are we going to add this to our pay per view prediction count? We can. 
Okay, so when you put the parentheses and we pick the same thing, make sure you put DD, because it's weird if you write BD. <laughs> You'll ruin my beautiful flow. One of the matches that we're going to be doing predictions to when we get there is the Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle. They had a parlay of sorts in the ring where they all got on the mic. They all went back and forth. And it was a really good verbal segment because you, it was a lot of people that you don't get to hear talk. You know, FTR got yeah. on the mic, laid it down. Sandy got on the mic, laid it down. It was just, it was a lot of fun. And it was really good. And, like, these guys all are ready to put on a show. Because, once again... When is this Wednesday? This is Wednesday. Next Wednesday, yeah. If I still can't see by Wednesday, we should watch it and you just describe to me... tell you everything that's happening? Just tell me everything that happens. <laughs> I'll be like, you're seeing eye dog. Aw, you're a good boy. All right. Ready to get the treat. <laughs> Slim Jims. Uh, number 10 from Dark Order got a treat. He got a TNT title match. It was the main event. Mm-hmm. I mean, he obviously didn't win, but it was a great match. Afterwards, Darby took off 10's uh, Brody Lee armband and held it in the air as tribute. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I, I like the way Darby Allen's being used, man, where it's like every week, it's, it's almost like a different take on the open challenge. Instead of people responding to the open challenge, he kind of handpicks different people on the roster. Like, all right. Me and Fun. you could do it next week. Me and you could do it next week. Me and you should do it next week. Is Sting week. with him the entire time? I'm sorry? Does, does Sting come out, like, with him? Yeah, Sting is with him. That's actually why is when... Is he coming he, out the door? No, I haven't been seeing a door. <laughs> what is he coming out of? Nothing? Just the entrance? Just kind of there. Boring. But, <laughs> but um, Paige and Scorpio Sky beat him up again. Beat up Darby, oh. beat up Sting. Yeah, I told you, Scorpio and Scorpion writes itself. Exactly. And Paige and Darby Allen, they're a blood feud. They're like the Sammy and Kevin Owens of wrestling. Oh, man, <laughs> big, big words. <laughs> Dude, did you ever watch that match for WrestleMania weekend 2017 where he stacked up all the tables and jumped off of it and landed on Ethan Page? It was marvelous. It was wonderful. You should watch it. It's so good. Their feud is so good. Their feud is the first match you ever saw. I mean, that's false. Oh, that's, sorry. That's a very oh. false statement. I've been <laughs> Could you I'm imagine? First Evolve show. Sorry. Imagine if I had never even heard of wrestling until I saw Ethan Page and Darby Allen wrestle with D.A. Brewer as the ref, and I was like, oh my god, I mean, this is amazing. What a way to start watching wrestling. Right? Um, Alright, so Danielle, let's do that now. Let's do our blood and guts Predictions. A nasty ass name for a fucking show. Okay. All right, so we got a four-way tag team match for a future AEW tag team championship match. We've got SCU. Oh, you're supposed to repeat. SCU. No, it's this is the worst I've ever been to. Versus Jurassic Express. Versus Varsity Blondes. Versus the acclaimed. Is it acclaimed the rapper, guys? Yes. Okay. Anthony Bowens is back. Yeah. I love Anthony Bowens. I watched him win the first Battle Club Pro Championship. Nice. Yeah. That was the that was the, the show where that guy got kicked out for saying a derogatory comment. Oh, good. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He stole that joke from uh, yep. Michael Blackson. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Dare 
Chris Carter was like, nope. Nope. Um, I think the second ones are winning. The fuck? Jurassic Express? Yes. Okay. I think, uh, I'm giving it to the acclaimed. Yeah, I'm going with the acclaimed. I, I love the acclaimed. I think they're, uh, I feel like they, I could easily see SCU getting it also. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm going with the acclaimed on this one. I can't wait till we can see live wrestling again and get to see AEW live. I'm going to be really happy. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Make sure you put the parentheses correctly. All right, get out of here. <laughs> You're not saying. Bye. So, next match we're going to talk about, we've got Britt Baker. So? Well, actually, it's TBA. We don't know who she's facing. Oh. She's going to have a match, though. I thought you said TVA, and I'm like, oh man, am I out of the loop? Who the hell is TVA? Oh yeah, the big new superstar, TVA. Hide your kids, hide your wives. Uh, yeah. So, do you think this is going to be like a squash match where she comes out and like, or do you think this is like a big match where somebody maybe makes an appearance, comes in, makes a splash? It's going to be Chelsea Green. Nope. It's- yeah, I said her name right. Chelsea Green. You did. Um. Real quick story about Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green, you probably haven't heard of this, Danielle, but she made some headlines for all the wrong reasons this week. Why? She shared somebody's artwork and uh, didn't give a tag. And you know how big that is. And so the person DM'd asking for a tag uh, very nicely, very professionally. And she responded saying that she had deleted the post. And then block the guy. That's kind of rude. Yeah, and it's funny because usually I always feel like, like sometimes I feel like people can take it a bit much. Like if you remember, I think it was around WrestleMania, John Cena posted that thing up. And that person, I think it was Abdul something. That guy's stuff came up during um, Stone Cold and Jericho interview. And he was, like, marking out. He was like, it's on the WWE Network. It's like, all right, bro, calm down. Right. And so, like, legit, John Cena posts this thing without his, like, with his little tag or handle cropped out, which John Cena says, you know, that was how he found it, whatever. So that guy just, like, it wasn't him just saying, hey, can you please give me a tag? He was literally demanding it. If you go to that post, it was just all that guy spamming the comments and then getting other people involved. And it's like, take this post down. And repost it, please, with the thing. I love that you love it, but... And then John Cena responds by just posting his handle on the post. And John Cena doesn't post captions, so you can take it however you want. So that guy took it as like, oh, thank you, John Cena, you did what I wanted. Yeah, and then he has the nerve to be like, oh my god, thank you so much. And it's like, don't say, oh my god, thank you, you hounded this man and he did it. And I kind of feel like John Cena's a bit of, like, sarcastic, so I feel like that, he's like, alright, bro, fine, you want a fucking tag? Here's your tag. Here. Yeah, and, and he didn't even tag him in the post. Which right, no, he funny. just posted it, yeah. So, so in my head, I'm just kind of like... But after looking into this post, it wasn't, like, just an artwork for Chelsea Green. Literally, like, he made, like, a for-booking info, like, poster for her. Like, it was like he put, like, pictures of her, a cool Photoshop thing up, and it was, like, for-booking info, and it had her email on it. Like, he basically was posting something out to try and get her bookings or get her work or get her business up or whatever. She posted it, because why not? It's a great promotional tool. 
And then all the guy wanted was, can you just please tag me so that people can know that I did this and then maybe they can hit me up and, you know, I can make some money off this. And she just like, yeah, I deleted it. Bye. So that's... It's weird she blocked him. I yeah. thought that was so weird. And they I mean, even posted something about it where like saying, I respect the artist community, I do, um, but I think I'm just going to stick with the artists. I know they do great work. L- respect you all. And it's like, bro, you're not even addressing the fact that like somebody tried to help you out. You wanted to use it, but just didn't want to give him credit because he's not one of your people. Like, what? Yeah, and it's like, you can just, it takes two seconds to tag someone. Also, this is like the time where we're supposed to be really rooting for you. You just lost your job. You're also now the CEO of the Chelsea Green business. You can, you're you making a podcast. You're going to be taking wrestling booking soon. You're trying to make this hot mess thing, you know, bigger than wrestling. So it's like, you really do want people on your side, especially you know, the artists, because they do have a very vocal fan base. They'll they'll get you. Yeah, 100%. All right, so I take that back. She can anyway, right, because of 90 days, I right, think? Right, exactly, yeah. Um, I would hope it was swole. That'd be Maybe nice. Maybe it's a newcomer. What? That'd be nice, I said. Yeah, that would be nice. So I'm going to go with swole just because I'm excited. Yeah, I kind of hope it's swole, too. That'd be cool. Even though we already seen them fight, so maybe not. I don't know. I just don't know. We got an exciting tag team match. Uh, we got Kenny Omega and Nakazawa versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Ooh! So I'm going to say Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are going to win. Yeah, me too. I want to say that Kenny Omega wins only because I feel like they shouldn't be giving away too many losses, especially now that he's got all this gold. But... He's not going to take the pin. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's not going to take the pin. So that's fine. We got Cody Rhodes, who made his return, by the way, Danielle. Made his return at, at Dynamite. Yay! His dog hurt himself. Oh, no. He fractured his paw. Um, a member of the factory, QT Marshall's new you know, bad boy stable, uh, Nick, he actually hit Dustin Runnels with his, uh, with Dustin's own cowbell on Dynamite. And I know, Danielle, you have no idea what we've been posting since you lost your eyesight, but... Did you put the more cowbell? I did, actually, basically. Like, you did? Yeah, I, I, I posted, like, so at first it's the start of, you know, the Will Ferrell and guys about to play the band. And then when Will Ferrell comes in, I just had Nick hitting Dustin over and over again with the thing. And then it cuts to uh, uh, Christopher Walken saying, I got a fever. And <laughs> the only prescription is more cowbell. Cowbell! Man, that's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he gave us one of my... It's one of my favorite responses uh, from a wrestler right away. Just because he wrote, You, sir, have earned yourself a follow. <laughs> And I just, I literally started cracking up. I'm like, all right, man, cool, that's awesome. You should have responded. You should have responded with an asterisk and wrote, ma'am. I love doing that to people, even though it's most, 90% of the time it's you. But it's you so know, it's funny. funny. I always want to do stuff like that. But then, like, because of the fact that it's, like, it's me, I don't want to, like, be pretending to be a girl on fucking Instagram. I just feel like that's where you made a wrong turn in your life. Yeah, but also, like, you call me bro. Like, it's fine. Very true. You, sir, have earned yourself a follow. I love it. <laughs> so we got Cody Rhodes. Goes with this guy. Yeah, no, this guy's our new favorite. We love, we love Nick. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. Cody. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, it, it... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. In the past few weeks, it's like they've been building up QT in this new renegade stable of all Cody's former students. Uh, they're emphasizing that they will be ringside. So... I mean, a part of me wants to say that QT gets the win because I feel like they should, you know, be sticking with him. But they just made Cody have a big return. You can't have Cody lose his first night. I feel like Cody's going to win also, yeah. And also, they can always build to another match with these two at a, at a pay-per-view. Yeah, exactly. And that'll be fun. And uh, I don't know if this will be the main event, but this is the big one. They're really hyping it up because it is a blood and guts match. It's the inner circle versus the pinnacle. I want the pinnacle to win. Yeah, it's so weird. At one point, like I going into this, I thought there was no way like like the pinnacle was definitely gonna win. In the build up though, they've done a really good job as the inner circle makes this transition into face stable now. They've done a really good job of kind of making the inner circle appear from... They used to be kind of just a group of hams, you know? Chris Jericho was doing the most ridiculous stuff, and they were kind of all just making faces at him, like, what's going on? Meanwhile, not getting championships, not getting big Ws. Now they kind of seem like a bunch of badass guys. They, They seem cool again. I almost feel like... Like, either team can't afford to take the loss, which is why it's a great type of match to have. Because with blood and guts, everyone's going to be safe after this. So who are you picking? I'm going to go with uh, Pinnacle. If the Pinnacle doesn't win, you know who on the Pinnacle is taking that pin. <laughs> oh, Sean Spears for sure. <laughs> Butters, yep, 100%. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Sean Spears. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a bloody match. This is going to be the match everyone's right. talking about. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fantastic. You know what else is going to be fantastic? WWE. Or it could. Oh. Well, that's going to be fantastic. Oh, I'm um, so excited. WWE is in talks with MLW, apparently. That's the rumors out there. Oh, they're going to do some canoodling? That's, that's the talk. I don't know what that means. I mean, ever since Evolve, you know, kind of began resting in peace, we, or I guess, really got you know, taken over kind of by WWE. They took who they wanted and who they didn't went their separate ways. With MLW, you wonder, is it just, like, is this going to be a thing where, like, we, we, me and you would go to Evolve shows and we'd see some NXT talent, some big stars to drive ticket sales, but some, like, uh, the you know, Commander Aziz now and Arturo and other guys that weren't really on TV yet, we saw them get some work, so maybe this is something like that. You throw right. a couple NXT Performance Center students. Arturo's good, man. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't really Remember seen that him. match that he did that we talk about all the time that felt like a real wrestling yeah. match? He was against something shark. Shark bait? Shark bait? Shark bite? 
I want to say that was his name, but Arturo was really good. And I remember when we watched that of all that, me, you, and M2J were talking about how, like, this is a good it was match. one of the better wrestling fights we like, ever seen. Yeah, really good. Real, I think his name was Shark Bite. Or Shark Bait. I don't know. I forgot. It was Shark something. So, yeah, we, it could be something as simple as that. There might be a thing where maybe you see some ML guy, MLW guys on NXT. I don't know. I feel like when WWE works with companies like this, it's less... Like when AEW or Impact do, you know, you're actually going to see them in featured matches. If, if someone from New Japan shows up in Impact, they're going to make it seem like a big deal. I could right. see, you know, we would see Evolve guys pop up on WWE but it was always as jobbers. And people right. like me and you who follow them would see Leon Ruff or the rest of the Skulk, and we'd be like, oh, they're on TV. Yeah, we'd like mark out for them. They're not presented as stars, though. We just see them, oh, they're on TV. So maybe that's how this relationship goes. It's interesting because with some names, you never know. Like, for example, Leo Rush is champion over in MLW. Oh, um, yeah. Leo Rush has hinted that he'd love to rejoin the Hurt Business. But I also have heard Leo Rush hint that he's not really looking forward to joining WWE again. So, uh, but also our friends, The End, are over in MLW. Yes, they are. Man, I love The End. They're so good. Yeah, so we got to keep our eyes on uh, this this little canoodling partnership and see where that takes us. I love that when you say canoodling. Yeah, I we got Bailey canoodling with Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, the Dirty Dogs, on SmackDown to take on Bianca Belair and the Street Profits. I want to canoodle Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I would love to canoodle Bailey, actually. Really? Dude, you know I love Bailey. Bailey got back. Yeah, but that's about it. No, no, it's not, bro. Bailey's body is like. Oh, her body. If I had to have like any wrestler's body, it would be Bailey's. Yeah, Bailey's body is like. like, Bailey's also not like flat chested, which you know how sometimes when you get too muscular, you lose that. No, like like, she just has a really beautiful body. Seriously, like she's just round in all the right places. And yeah, yeah, like Bailey's body is just right. She's Spanish. I think so, yeah. I think her last name is Mendez. I I might be making that up. I think it's like Lopez. Sure. I'm going to look at why you're saying that. But yeah, they had a good match. Uh, The team good guy won. Montez Ford. Martinez. Martinez. See, that's a sexy name. I could noodle with that name. So, So, Montez Ford... Danielle. Wait, side note, side note, I just looked at her up, and one of the questions, you know, when you scroll on Google is, is Finn Balor married to Bailey? How are you looking, how are you Googling this? Did you get your eyesight back? No, I can kind of see, but it's blurry, so if you notice, I'm like... You look like you're crying right now. (laughs) Alright, back up. (laughs) But yeah, uh, Montez Ford, he might have one of the best frog splashes that we've ever seen. Besides Rob Van Dam. I mean, Eddie and RVD are definitely tops, but, like, Montez might be there in that strong three slot. No, he has a, he has a good frog splash. I like it. He did a, he did a springboard frog splash uh, on SmackDown. Just, like, the air time, the hang time was just, ugh. Yo, I'd be so scared to do that stuff. Even if it was on a mattress, I'd be terrified. I don't know how people do it. Yeah. That scares me. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Because I'm a clumsy person, and I feel like I would break everything. I yeah, me too. I'm the same exact way. Like here's a nice fluffy cushion mattress to land on, and like the one part of it that's not soft is the part I would land on. <laughs> 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 like oh, 
there went my elbow and shattered into a million pieces. I could totally see that happening. I hope it doesn't, though. Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, I'm never going to do a springboard frog splash off of anything. Promise? Unless, like, Dolph Ziggler asks while we're in bed, okay? God, then damn it. You're so good. <laughs> and he'll catch me, so I'll right, be okay. Right, right. <laughs> uh, we had Apollo Crews defend his Intercontinental Championship against Big E, but we got a disqualification finish. Commander Aziz got involved. Commander uh, Aziz is what they call him now, right? right yeah. yeah. Sami Zayn then came in because Kevin Owens didn't like this. So Kevin Owens attacked Apollo and, and Commander Aziz. But then Sami Zayn came in and attacked Kevin Owens. So then Sami Zayn was trying to make nice with Apollo and Commander Aziz. But then Commander Aziz, boom, knocked out Sami Zayn. Oh, man. Yeah, because Sami Zayn was getting a little too comfortable with Apollo's championship. So I think this might turn into a four-way. We it probably we're going to get the tag team match, Kevin Owens and Big E versus Apollo and uh, probably Sami Zayn. They'll probably Aww. give us that. But I think that'll eventually get us the four-way for the Intercontinental Championship. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, and you know, matches like that, obviously, they're going to be no disqualification. So those type of matches lend for Apollo to get, A, a big win, because you get to say he defended his title against three guys. But also, Commander Aziz gets to get involved, and you kind of continue what they got going. Yeah, Commander Aziz. You like saying that name, huh? Yeah, and I'm making sure I say it a lot so I remember it, because I'm going to call him Baba Tunde, and you know it's not, it's Baba Tunde, and then I have to keep saying Baba Tunde, and now I have a new name, and I forgot it already. General Aziz, what is it? Commander Command- Aziz, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm just watching this name disappear from your memory. I <laughs> watched it vanish. <laughs> so we did all the predictions already? For Blood and Guts? Oh, uh, yeah, we're done? Oh, okay. Well, I've been telling you about SmackDown. I'm like about to... <laughs> You're right. You're right. We've... You're right. What? <laughs> did the eyesight... Did they... did they go a little too far? You know what it is? I don't have notes in front of me because I can't look at the screen too long. And it's like, oh, I don't know what we're on to next. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. There's one last thing for me to tell you about. It was the SmackDown main event. It was Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, and if Daniel Bryan lost, he got banished from SmackDown. You are banished! Luckily, Daniel Bryan is the champion now. What? No, he's not. I'm joking. Oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, Daniel Bryan is WWE, is a SmackDown champion? No, you're fucking with me. No, I'm fucking with you, yeah. He lost, and now Daniel Bryan is banished from SmackDown, and Roman Reigns finished him off with the concerto, and Cesaro was forced to watch. I like that you say concerto. That's what it's called. I know, but I like that like you like to say it. Like you can tell you enjoy saying it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get this few things as pleasurable as saying concerto. Oh man, just saying it again. Gave me to the chili willies. Woo! Say it again, Mufasa. I don't know what happens after this. Um a part of me always, like, when someone like Daniel Bryan, and if it happened to, like, a Kevin Owens or someone who's, like, vocal about what they want to do with the business, when someone like this happens to Daniel Bryan, in my head, I'm kind of like, hmm, I wonder if he's going to go to NXT. Because it'd be too corny and cliche for Daniel Bryan to get banished from SmackDown and go to Raw. I was just thinking he should probably just go to NXT. But if he I- shows up in NXT and, you know, gives Karrion Cross. Uh, what, the biggest win of his career, or or gives Adam Cole a great match, or Kyle O'Reilly, or Finn Balor, or just go down the goddamn list. Yeah, that would be really exciting. He's Daniel Bryan's also been real vocal about wanting to work 
for other promotions. Maybe MLW, maybe that's the way they come into play there. Daniel Bryan gets to just oh, go to a, a smaller show and kind of just work with the other company. That would be um, smart. I, I don't see a problem with that. I feel like Daniel Bryan can work with anybody. Yeah, I, we don't really know what his future holds. He's kind of been talking about how the fact that his his contract's coming to a close and his career might be coming to a close and there's things he wants to do, but being a full-time wrestler may not be that anymore. So this could easily have been it for at least a while. You know, we kind of don't know. He might just be taking some time off. Probably wants to stoop his wife. I mean, she's always pregnant. I feel like wrestling has not gotten away with it. Twice. <laughs> like... Is, she's, oh, always, she's always man. pregnant, but I'll give it another three months. She'll be pregnant again. Oh, man. I hope not. Her and Rebby Rebby Hardy. Just <laughs> oh, my God. Rebby, did she pop yet? Is oh, she still? I think she's still pregnant. Oh, speaking of Roman Reigns, didn't he get a new theme song? See, I know that. Right, yes, that's right. Roman Reigns, when he uh, came out for his match, tough. he got a new theme song. I didn't. I don't care for it, but... Is it, is it higher pitch? Is it like, dun-dun-dun? It starts, it starts off kind of churchy, like, ha, ha, but it's like real long. It's one of those theme songs where like you have to wait at least 40 seconds until the song really starts, and then you have to wait another 15 seconds until you actually see Roman begin to slowly saunter to the ring. That sounds terrible. I don't know how long it's been going, probably a while, but I just noticed when I was watching this SmackDown match that... Paul Heyman's entrance, and I know that Paul Heyman always has a different entrance for, like, everyone he's managing. Mm-hmm. But, like, with Roman, he walks out like a tough guy. Like, he walks like out it. with swagger. Like, Paul Heyman walks out, like, I'm from New York. I don't think Paul Heyman is from New York, is he? I think he is. Uh, Philly. No, I don't think Paul Heyman is from Philly. No? I don't think so. Paul Heyman... Hometown. Let's find this out. He's definitely from New York. Okay. He's from Scarsdale. I fucking knew he was from Scarsdale. He was born in the Bronx, but he was raised in Scarsdale. That sounds terrible. That's Paul Heyman for you. That's Paul Heyman for you. Ding! I gotta hear this theme song. I'm excited. I'm happy he has a new theme song. Even though it's, it will be terrible, I don't care because it's a different fucking theme song. And we've been wanting this forever because I'm sick of the dun dun. I'm definitely glad he got a new theme song. I do feel like, and Jim Johnson actually recently said this in an interview, but he's like, WWE theme songs and a- even AEW theme songs are just really subpar right now. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, big, so like, they're missing something. With CFO, I think they were making good Jim Johnson. <laughs> but even with Jim, with CFO, I think they were doing good work. But then... But then after CFO left and Jim Johnson's not returned to a wrestling theme, so it's just, you know, like, these themes are just missing something that can, like, you know that Roman theme song is not going to become iconic. Maybe it helps his entrance a bit, but it's just not going to become something you think of. Like, like, that's my problem with AEW a lot, like, when I start nitpicking. I mean, they've been doing great with the women's women's wrestling finally so i don't complain about that but i need when a music comes on i like when a, a person's right. about to go to the ring i need to know exactly who that is yeah it, if we went back to like talking about attitude era wrestlers uh we could just list wrestlers and the first thing that you comes to the mind is probably their theme song if i say christian you're gonna immediately start singing christian! exactly yeah of course and like that pop like think of how iconic Edge's theme song was that when it hit at Royal Rumble, 
everybody went bananas because they know that theme song. When Brock Lesnar came to cash to get the money in the bank, I mean, we all were upset, but we know that theme song. Right. So the minute it hits, I don't want to, in AEW, when a theme song hit, I'll be like, wait, who is that? I don't know who that is. Right, you're waiting to see the Titantron and stuff. Yeah, that's annoying. That's annoying. Or like, yeah. I was going to say something else. It can't else, be though. as annoying as attempting. To do a wrestling podcast without having to, without being able to see wrestling at all. Danielle, you did a phenomenal job allowing me to be your seeing eye dog. This I week. just like that you were just telling me things and I was reacting to it. Because this is fun. Is this I easier like for you than actually having to watch wrestling? Yeah, should I just never watch wrestling for <laughs> just like have you tell me what happened and I'll just like be like, oh, okay. I used to do that, Jason. I forget what TV show it was that he's like, I didn't watch it, but just tell me what happened. And so, like, I would really, all right, well, this is what happened in yesterday's episode. And every week, I would just tell him the episode. That sounds great. You're like, uh, what's his face? Michael Pena from, uh, is that his name? I have no from, fucking clue. From Adam, from, uh, Ant-Man. You know, the one that always, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Fucking, you shot me with I, a pen, dog. With a fucking yeah, that pen. guy. That guy. I'm a player. I'm a pimp. My mama told me I'm a pimp. I mean, this was this was fun that I didn't have to like I don't know do anything. I just had to show up and you tell me what happened. All that right. was kind of fun. Yeah, we really so played to your strengths. That. I like that. Yeah, and I didn't have to like. Yeah, I just got to be me. Nobody can be you like you. Except I am very upset I didn't get to see Million Dollar Man. Like that, I would well, have been. Listen, whenever you get your eyesight back, you've got stuff to watch. Yeah. Oh. Like, I, Kind of see, but I can't stare at screens long, especially like phone. My eyes are like, eh. my eyes are like, stop that. <laughs> well, when you're able to look at screens, you're going to have a treat because I actually went on our Instagram a couple of days ago and I told our followers that they should slide into your DMs. So, oh, I hope some did. I, I hope they did too. I'm really, like, I'm really looking forward to you to sending them to me. Yeah, I hope I got some good ones. Nobody likes me anymore. I don't get DMs. Nah, man. I think they're going to electric slide right into them DMs. And they cha-cha slide they're instead? They're going to cha-cha slide in them DMs. They're going to cu- Cupid shuffle into my DMs. Nah, bro. We're talking they about sliding into the DMs. Like, no, nobody shuffles into the DMs. Into my DMs, Brady. What'd you say? I said they will not be Macarena-ing into my DMs, nah, Brady. bro, it's the slide, man. You coming in with the shuffle and Macarena. It's not about doing a dance move into your DMs. It's they sliding. <laughs> you are focusing on the wrong aspect. I'm not doing a dance with one of your Oh, I get to close out the show now? Is it time? Yeah, if you could. Oh, yeah, I can. Guys, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Heel Marks. We are on Facebook, Heel Marks, a wrestling podcast. We are on iTunes, Speaker, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Go on ProWrestlingTees.com. Buy our shit. We got puppies. We got awesome shit on there that you should check out. We are on Patreon. Only for $5, you get two times a week content from us. Come on, guys. Do it. We know you want to. We love you guys. And remember, we're not just smart marks. We're heel marks. Heel marks. We're not just smart. We're heel marks. We're not just smart. We're heel marks. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.